Welcome to Indie Beauty Wire, where we discuss all things beauty with a focus on independent beauty entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ray. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear today's episode, which I know I say every week, but honestly, this interview with Dr. Monica Bickerstaff was incredible, inspiring, and so encouraging, and I think you guys are really going to love it. Dr. Monica is a master herbalist, and also she is an educator of aromatherapy. Her botanical beauty products will soon be featured in Macy's, and today she is here to tell us all about her journey as an entrepreneur, which is very different from what you customarily hear for an entrepreneur. She's had such an interesting career, and she just really has so much knowledge to impart that I hope that you guys really love today's episode. All information about her business and where in Macy's she'll be selling, it will be linked in the description And I'm so excited for you guys to hear what Dr. Monica has to say today. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So Dr. Monica, thank you so much for being on this show. We're super excited to have you here. And I'd love to hear just a little bit about your business, how you got started as an entrepreneur and your journey. Lovely, uh, lovely Ray. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's wonderful to be here with you and your audience. I actually, I was thinking about this question. I knew you were going to ask this question. I've actually been in business for myself in some way, shape, or form for the last 25 years. I've always been somewhat of a free spirit and and marched to my own beat. So when I was in college, I graduated from Vassar College and, and then went on to received my master's from the Medill School in journalism. I knew I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted, to me, it it represented that glamorous life. I love to learn about different people, different cultures. I kind of like to get into people's business a little bit. So I just knew that a reporter was who I needed to be. But I needed to do that on my own terms. I quickly found out that being a reporter meant that I was on someone's call 24-7. And at 2 a.m., I'm asleep. Don't call me and tell me there's a fire (laughs) that I have to cover at 2 a.m. And so I I had to figure out a way where I could enjoy the love of television, make money, and move up the ladder. So I started my first company, MDR and Associates Consulting, when I was just 21 years old. And that permitted me to move in and out of different networks, the PBS network, HBO, Showtime, accelerate and elevate up the ladder And finally, when I reached the peak, I am an Emmy Award-winning journalist and documentary producer for PBS. I went home one Christmas, and my Nana looked at me and she said, girl, you look worn out. Now, I'm sitting at the kitchen table with Nana thinking I'm looking cute, right? (laughs) I've got all this status, so-called, as a journalist, Emmy Award-winning. She's not impressed with any of it. She's like, you look tired. Where's your energy? And Ray, it was when I was having this convo with Nana that I realized that I had kind of strayed away from my roots a little bit. She started teaching me about herbs and aromatherapy and healing essences when I was just four years old. I would literally sit with her and watch her 
and she would have me make lavender essential oil or lemon essential oil. And she really kind of read me that holiday. And when I went back to New York, I started my journey of learning more from a scientific standpoint about how herbs heal, about aromatherapy, and ultimately I began my journey and my path to become a doctor of holistic medicine, specializing as a master herbalist and as a certified aromatherapist. That's incredible. That is such an interesting story, by the way. I didn't realize Thank you. your Thank you. journey was so different in the beginning from what I So I did a complete, what, not 180, but I did a whole 360. <laughs> Very different, yes. And so when you started the journey into becoming a master herbalist, did you stop with your consulting business? Was there just like a a day that you decided, I don't want to do this path anymore, I'm going a totally different way? Uh, well, you would think that I would, but then I had rent to pay, and then when I had my first home built, I had a mortgage due. So I continued to freelance, work as an independent contractor, mm -hmm. as a producer, and as an executive manager in network television, while I was pursuing my passion, this is what I realized. Learning how to use our natural botanicals, natural remedies to heal the body, to provide comfort to the spirit, and to elevate the mind. This is where my passion was, and this is where my passion is. So one of the lessons that I wish that I had known before <laughs> I launched my company, Dr. Monica's Natural Beauty and Wellness Essentials, my current company, is the, the, the lesson is to never allow anyone to steer me off of my path. You know how people, you have the pop-ups, the people who pop up when they see you're doing well and you're happy and, and these people pop up and they, they do everything to kind of put a little snag in your groove, you know? And I, I really had to become grounded. And, and one of the affirmations that I still say to this day that I want to share with you and your audience is during these times when you feel like people are pulling you away from your purpose and kind of trying to steer you off your pathway, say this to yourself. My creativity flows effortlessly, and I am grounded and grateful. My creativity flows effortlessly, I am grounded and grateful. I find that when you root yourself in gratitude, which I do every day, I make sure I stop and not even stop. When I wake up, I say my gratitude prayer. It's less likely that you will be able to be pulled from what it is that's your passion. And my passion is to provide women with sensual, healing, aroma essences to elevate the spirit and enhance your juiciness. <laughs> I like that. that is great. <laughs> 
that just reminded me of something um, because I think as an entrepreneur, there's so many things that do try to take us off track of our passion. And some of them are just the basics of being an entrepreneur, like marketing and website development, things like that. So how do you combat? Obviously there's going to be things that you have to do in the business that are not, that you're not passionate about, like tracking inventory and things like that. (laughs) How do you stay passionate despite these different uh, competing interests when it comes to being a creative? I literally stay high off of my oils. <laughs> my, my collection is five-star award-winning collection, and I have everything from a wonderful facelift-in-a-bottle face serum. I have four fragrances that are just amazing. I like to blend with floral essences. Floral essences, they're naturally feminine, And so as we inhale floral essences like rose, magnolia, lavender, peony, geranium, those are natural florals that boost our spirits and inspire confidence. So I'm literally, if I'm not blending a new product or testing a new fragrance, I have my diffuser going with my favorite blend, which is my Black Orchid perfume. That's a combination of jasmine, lily of the valley, and lavender. So when you keep fragrance in your house, the way the essential oils, the way aromatherapy works with us is as we inhale through our olfactory. Now I'm getting a little scientific now, but- Go for it. As we inhale through our olfactory, which is through our nose, we hit the the center of the brain called the limbic center of our brain. The limbic center of the brain is about the size of a pea. Now let's say a walnut, (laughs) let's give it a walnut, but it regulates everything, all of the systems in our body, our blood pressure, our cholesterol levels, our hormones, and this is for both women and men, Fragrance plays a strong role with men as well, but it regulates our metabolism. This one little walnut of a limbic system (laughs) regulates everything, and it is manifest and rooted in the science of aromatherapy. Aromatherapy has been with us for over 5,000 years. The ancient Egyptians were the first culture to use aromatherapy as a healing science, as a medicinal science. So we've got it naturally. Keep, keep a lot of flowers, a lot of floral oils in your home. Something I honestly don't do enough of. So that's, <laughs> I appreciate that. It's funny because I, I'm a new-ish mom. I have a one-year-old and- oh. I had a doula attend the labor with me and mm-hmm. she had uh, just essential oils out the wazoo basically. And it was probably yes. the most peaceful experience of my life, which doesn't make sense, you know, for labor to be peaceful. But I do yes. think that it was probably the healing nature of those essential oils because it was just so, uh, the sense just like I, I'm thinking back to it and I can remember exactly how I felt and exactly how everything smelled. It was just incredible. So I think that's really interesting to actually, you know, use aromatherapy on a daily basis 
as yes. de-stressor because that's definitely something that I don't do. But now I'm like, wow, why don't I do that? You know? Yes. I'm a certified doula as well. So I totally understand your Zen labor experience. <laughs> Ray, I find that we don't use fragrance enough in our lives. Mm -hmm. Literally, fragrance sets the mood. There's, there's one of my diffuser oils called Spice that's very popular, especially around the holiday times with my clients and my customers because the blend that I use, the cinnamon, the orange, the, again, the lavender, the balsam fir, the vanilla, the chai, not only, well, I'm kind of getting hungry right now. That sounds kind of good. But um, these are essential oils that help people play nice together. And so I tell people if you're having a family reunion or a big gathering, holiday gathering in your home, in your office, you want to diffuse my holiday spice because it will literally, automatically help people to just chill out. And, and the best of each person's personality will manifest. That's incredible. That's, and it did sound delicious. It, was like, it did, right? It sounds like a tea. Like I need to brew something right now. <laughs> too. That sounds like that would be delicious. That's a great idea. Thank you. <laughs> um, I received that. <laughs> what would you say is your most popular product? Oh, wow. Uh, hands down, my Black Orchid fragrance line. I have uh, Black Orchid perfume, which is a rollerball. I have Black Orchid Shimmering Body Mist, which is wonderful when you get out of the shower or the bath. My formula is, it adds a beautiful glow to your skin, but it doesn't come off as greasy looking. So literally you can grease up, you can smell fragrant, and Black Orchid is my combination of jasmine, which for women, jasmine is our juicy oil. Jasmine and Lily of the Valley, a little hint of vanilla. Um, it's, it's a wonderful blend. Yeah. And it also inspires confidence. Every woman, I, I teach workshops as, as part of what I do. And we women, I like us to sit in a sister circle before we begin each workshop. And I pass around the black orchid literally as my ladies as my women inhale just it's beautiful how their faces light up and their eyes get brighter they smile so black orchid is my number one fragrance and then i can't leave out nana's healthy hair elixir mm. nana's healthy hair elixir was the very first product that i started with this is the product that my nana taught me now nana lived to be 101 and no prescriptions, no mobility assists, head full of hair, no dementia. And she just transitioned last year. So she had a very long, uh, healthy, healthful and wealthy life. And the first blend she ever taught me was Nana's Healthy Hair Elixir that stimulates the hair follicles for healthier, stronger, natural hair growth, all hair types, men and women. I've grown hair on bald men. If you have viable hair follicles, then you can grow hair. 
<laughs> that's incredible because that's just a huge business lately is yes. the, the process of trying to grow hair or acting like you have hair at least. Um, yes. Yes. So that's really cool. I want to transition back into business talk and I know that there's something really exciting going on for your business. So please tell us about your greatest success or anything that's very exciting happening in business for you recently. Yay. Okay. So I pitched my business to Macy's back in May, this past May. And on June 5th, I received an email and then subsequently a phone call that said, we want you to be a brand partner, which means that I am going to be launching my natural beauty and aroma fragrance collection in Macy's Fashion Show Mall on the Strip here in Las Vegas, Sunday, August 4th. And I will be in residency here through the month of August. And then they are sponsoring me on a five city tour, cities that I've selected, mostly where I have family, (laughs) across the country. And this is a hallelujah moment for me because I can finally reach the numbers of women that I want to reach. I've got celebrity here locally in Las Vegas. I've got a very lucrative and productive international and national client base. But women right now, we are so stressed, (laughs) you know, just our daily lives. And I know as a doctor that stress oftentimes leads to depression and just feelings of malaise. You don't have the energy. You don't have your vigor, your vitality. And we are amazing. Women, we are amazing. There's no reason why we should sacrifice our vim, our vigor, and our vitality for anything. So I I, I get kind of emotional thinking about how many women I will now be able to touch through my partnership with Macy's. And this is huge. Macy's is 165 years old. (laughs) It's a giant retailer across this country and international. So I'm just stoked. Yeah, that is amazing. I didn't realize they were doing a five city tour as well. That's incredible. So will you be in the five cities plus Vegas? Or? Yes. Okay. And yes. Can you tell us which not at the not at the same time. <laughs> Look, I wish there were five of me that I could clone, Ray. But one thing about me, <laughs> I like to be hands on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to have my products anywhere where I'm not. So the five cities that I've selected. So I launch in my home city, my new home city of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Fashion Show Mall on Sunday, August 4th. Then I'm going to head east. I'm a native New Yorker. I'm going to head to Atlanta, Atlantic Mall in Atlanta. Then let's kind of like veer up the East Coast to Boston, come back to San Francisco and LA. And then ultimately, my ultimate wish and goal is to make it to Herald Square in New York City. (laughs) I love it. 
So I will have all of this information in the description box for those of you who are interested in stopping by and seeing Dr. Monica. Thank you. Yes. I'm just like, this is incredible. And I love that you pitched to Macy's. So how was that process for you? Was that scary at all? Were you just like, I got to go for it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you're asking me about this because the market at Macy's is is what I pitched to. Uh, They started in 2018 as a means to bring in entrepreneurs specifically women of color and specifically women-owned businesses. And last year, I learned about the market at Macy's. It's a whole level in Macy's called the market. I learned about it. I looked at the application and I said, oh, okay, this is nice. One day, I said to myself last year, one day I want to be in Macy's. Macy's probably is my favorite department store. Not probably, it is. I've been shopping at Macy's since I got my first credit card in 1987 and grew up in Macy's. It's the Herald Square store in in the middle of Manhattan is the store that my mom, me and my mom used to go to all the time. Mm. But 2018, for whatever reason, was not my time. In May, I was literally sitting in my bed office. <laughs> it was one of those days here in Las Vegas, believe it or not, it was cloudy. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, right? And I had awakened early to handle an international call in South Africa. So I was up and had my laptop in my bed. And I said, I'm working from my bed office today. <laughs> and what popped up in my, on my screen, literally popped up, was the market at Macy's application. And I was like, whoa, where did this come from? But I sat there, Ray, and I said a prayer. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to go for it. I'm, I, I'm sitting here in my bed office on my laptop. I'm going to go for it. And I completed the application. And 48 hours later, they reached out to me. Now, the pitch process was very specific. I think we went back and forth three times before I received the phone call, you're in. Mm. But I literally, again, grounded in gratitude, grounded in my self-confidence, grounded. Here's the thing. You've got to believe in your product. If you don't believe in yourself and your product, no one else is going to. And this kind of vibe of self-confidence and belief in, in what you do and what you're working with, it emanates. It's part of your aura. Yeah. So I was like, look, both feet grounded on this high dive board. I'm just going to go for it, jump into the pitch. And that's what I did. And five weeks later, I'm what they call a brand partner, which is huge. It's very significant. Mm-hmm. That's Incredible. I'm, yeah, this is just an awesome story. And I think it's something that so many people who are listening to the show need to hear because it's so easy to just doubt ourselves and assume that we're not going to be successful. Therefore, we aren't successful. So I love that you keep talking about being grounded in gratitude and really believing in yourself because it's really hard to do when you see all of the competition around you. It's just easy to think I'm not good enough or my, my yes. brand isn't going to succeed. And there yes. So I really love the grounded in gratitude. What a great uh, thing to <laughs> continue yes. to tell yourself. 
And you know what? Have a conversation every day with someone who feeds and nourishes your soul. Even if that conversation is with yourself, seriously. Mm. Have that conversation with someone who believes in you. Because it is so easy, again, here we go with these people who pop up and kind of take us off our path. It is so easy to feel on a day-to-day basis that we're not good enough, Mm. that we're not worthy, that someone else is better than me or or they've got something better going on. No, 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 no. You are worthy, you are enough, and you are successful. If you don't do anything but tell yourself that every day, that will inspire you to keep it moving, to keep to keep moving, and that will help you to stay grounded in your gratitude. Yes. I love it. So we've talked about the high points and some of the challenges, but I'd like to know what has been your greatest challenge as an entrepreneur? My greatest challenge is being patient with myself. Mm. I find that when I see that women are suffering uh, across the, the country or in my own family, and when I say suffering, I mean, dealing with high stressors, which are affecting their health. Yeah. Uh, Stress kills. That's the bottom line. And you can die from stress-related illnesses. Not being able to help as many women as I want to, as quickly as I want to. I have to learn how to pace myself and be patient with myself. That's one of my greatest challenges, uh, and, and it flows into my business. It's in my practice as a, as a wellness doctor of holistic medicine, and it also kind of flows into when I'm out in public making public appearances, speeches, when women are coming up and they're touching me and I touch them. There's just an enormous feeling of wanting to help the masses yeah. and, and not Again, not having five of me <laughs> to be able to do that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think that it's easy to see other people ahead or affecting as many people as possible. And it's like, when will my time, when will my time come, you know? Yes, um, exactly. When will my time come? Yeah, it's hard. Well, mine is here right now. It is. <laughs> Congratulations again. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what a cool process and experience that you get to have. Yes, so I've got very cool. a couple more questions for you. Sure. Is there anything that you are really passionate about lately? And it doesn't necessarily have to be business related, but if it is, do that as well. I am really passionate about my perfume collection. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And, and it's not just because... I'm creating these essences, but it's because I'm seeing how they're affecting the women who are using them. And also they're affecting these women, their partners, whether they're male partner or female partner, you know, when you wear fragrance, it affects your partner as well, because that means he becomes more enamored with your feminine essence, with your feminine energy. And it's really about honoring your divine feminine. We hear that a lot now, but what that really means is knowing your power and using it to honor your passion. Yeah. Divine feminine. I actually don't hear that a lot, but yeah, it's a divine feminine. concept. 
Yeah, yeah. Because then it carries over into our children, carries over into anyone that we come in contact with on a daily. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it just makes us feel good. <laughs> and who doesn't want to feel good? Oh, I, I would love that. <laughs> yes. It's like every, um, it's interesting you say how scents affects people because there are certain fragrances that I wear and every time I wear it, my husband's like completely drawn to me. See? You know, attached to memories or yes. a specific date. And I love that. I love the, the power of fragrance in that that's what you're uh, most obsessed with lately. I'm obsessed with fragrance. And I'll tell you this, this is a secret for you and your, your audience. Jasmine, Jasmine and Rose are, you know, if you wear fragrance, make sure that one of the notes, either the bottom, middle or top note is Jasmine. Jasmine drives men wild. Why? Because that is our natural feminine hormone. Jasmine as a plant is a natural estrogen. So when we apply jasmine, when we wear jasmine, literally we feel juicy all over, right? And when our, when our men see that, it just radiates. They're drawn to us because of the aroma of jasmine, but also because of our confidence. Hey, confidence is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that jasmine was, you said it's a natural estrogen? Yes, it is. Uh, he's incredible. And I have some <laughs> ideas for you that I'll save for after the, um, <laughs> the <talk laughs> Wonderful. One last question for the audience. Where can we find you if we want to learn more about you and your business? All right. So thank you for asking that. So you can find me on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Dr. Monica Bickerstaff. That's B as in baby, I-C-K-E-R. S-T-A-F-F is in French fry. You can find me on Facebook, Monica Bickerstaff. You can find me on Twitter, at Vegas Holistic. My web store will have the information in the comments, but when you go to squareup.com, Vegas Holistic Health Emporium is my web store. And you can find me, wait, there's somewhere else you can find me. Macy's, is that it? Macy's! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly! Yes, indeedy. Well, Dr. Monica, it has been amazing having you on the show. I thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be up here, and I'm so excited for the audience to get to meet you. Thank you so much, Ray. Thank you for having me. And if there's just one snippet of nugget of advice I would give, establish a daily routine that begins with the attitude of gratitude. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Indie Beauty Wire with Dr. Monica Bickerstaff. I hope you've enjoyed and be sure to check out the description box if you want to visit her and see her display in Macy's across the country. Also, if you liked today's episode, please be sure to leave a review so that other people can check it out. And thanks again, guys. Until next week. Bye.